All right. Jose, you can do the intro. Surprise. Okay, well, we still sound congested. Five, four. We don't sound it. Three, we are congested. Two, one. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite podcast. I almost said pop culture podcast, which I can't do. Uh, welcome back, everybody. My name's Jose. I'm, I'm Holly. R- I'm Rick. Well, you did paused, you, so forget, I was like... Did y'all forget your name? <laughs> no, I was adjusting your audio levels because you came in quiet for oh. some reason. You you weren't uh, anywhere near oh, the no. microphone. I was for, you're, you're lacking energy. For once, no, I'm legit like I'm almost eating my mic right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my mic. See right there now I'm touching it. Okay, see? you need so it back I'm off now. Close. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on with my sound, but that's not my. That's not my. Uh, that's not my deal. It's yours. Anyway, well, <laughs> we're back, everybody. In uh, <laughs> we have a great show for you today. And it wasn't um, my fault for tuning in. that we that we took a break this yeah, time. It was. It was a vacation. It was my fault. I know, but it's usually my I fault. Was on vacation. Like, I'm usually vacation, not uploading episodes. Not releasing things. Yeah, that's all right. It's fine. It's fine. We'll get it one day, or we won't, and it doesn't matter because you guys are gonna listen anyway. Where'd you, you go us. on vacation, Jose? Uh, I went to Disney World for the first time with my kids. Yay! And I get to tell you a couple things. One, Disney World is still expensive, but yes. it's not as expensive if you bring your own food and you don't stay in a resort. Um, so we Travel had a blast. Tips. We went to all the went to all the parks. Um, went to Magic Kingdom twice, and we went to Universal to go to Harry Potter World. However. I will say one thing. Um, they have Harry Potter in two different parks, right? In Universal, Islands of Adventure, and then the Universal Studios. Um, there is usually a Hogwarts Express that takes you from one park to the other one, so you do not have to exit the park because the Harry Potter part of the parks are way in the back, all the way in the back. The Harry Potter so part of the parks. Space. It is. It's like it's all in the back, okay? So um, the train was down when we went. Oh no! Oh, Pretty crummy because we didn't we didn't get to ride Hogwarts Express. We did, however, through some you know, me schmoozing, get a tour of Platform Nine and Three Quarters, which was awesome. Um, but then we had to leave the park, Universal Studios, and exit, and then go into the other park, and then walk all the way to the back. How did you schmooze the them? Did you give them like a discount on their construction software? No, I, I legit just asked, "Hey, can we get a tour or something? Because this is crummy. That's closed." And they're like. They, they, the lady told me, she goes, well, they're only giving tours for like make a wish or like special kids. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she goes, and she looked at me and Julie, Julie was in a wheelchair because her back was bugging her the trip. So they go, but hold on, let me see if we can get something going for you. Wheelchair for the like, win. Okay. But what, what I realized, what I realized though, is that if you asked, they would set up a tour. You didn't have to be as part of a special thing. They were just trying to like, they, they weren't trying to tell people, Hey, we're giving tours. But they were definitely giving tours of Platform 9. You should have just said, well, I wish you would give me a tour. <laughs> wow, that was terrible. That was That's real bad. Terrible. That was really oh, bad. Oh, I apologize. Anyway, <laughs> so if you want to complain, please send bad. me an email to at it's going to get was stupid it offensive? at Gmail. You go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You cannot tweet us at IGTGS show. You can go to Instagram and post a picture of your dislike of that joke. Yeah. Uh, it, it, at it's going to get stupid. Go to YouTube and search it's going to get stupid podcast. 
and leave us a voicemail. Don't leave us a voicemail. That was terrible. 302-304-1423. Was it just a bad dad joke or was it offensive? It wasn't offensive. It was just a bad dad oh, joke. Okay. As long as it wasn't offensive. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was it yeah, kind of, it, know, could kind of, it could be offensive. It could be offensive. You're talking about Make-A-Wish. Yeah, you're making that, you know, fun of Make-A-Wish, which, is like, an, of which is like an amazing I could, organization. I I'm not making fun of Make-A-Wish. I'm just saying, like, her response was, well, we only do tours for, like, Make-A-Wish or, like, people, you know, like, Stop whatever. Talking. You're done. Yeah. You're good. Shh, it's okay. You know, mm. so we're gonna we're, we're about to talk about going too far, and I think there's a point where you need to stop. You're good, Rick. It's just okay. End it. We're gonna get just, you just some help. It, right? Get some nice doctors. So, um, so <laughs> there's uh, what brought up this conversation is there's a new show on Disney Plus called Book of Boba Fett. Now it's got bad reviews. I don't always listen to reviews anyway. I don't care about that kind of stuff. So I tried to watch it. I got through half, maybe a third <laughs> of the first episode, and it's really it's dragging for me. I'm not I'm not interested. First off, let's just already say that Boba Fett is an uninteresting character. Agreed. He was really cool in Mandalorian when they brought him back. I yes. was like, that's pretty cool. But I was it's not like I was like, man, I want to whole see a whole series on Boba Fett now. I never I've never I have maintained that from the very beginning when they ever talked about doing a Boba Fett series, I was like, I don't care. He died in the Sarlacc pit. And then they brought him back in the prequels. I was like, why are they doing this? Who cares about him at all? I don't care. So he's uninteresting. Um so that might be part of it. But uh, it was boring. Well, the I first mean, episode was really boring to me. We we've watched the first three. The fourth one is out. We are we have not watched it. We are procrastinating because we don't really care. The only thing that's kind of interesting is there's, you know, he had a big, you haven't seen this Jose yet, but there's a whole storyline with Boba Fett and the Tusken Raiders. Um, And so they kind of train him to be a fighter. So that was kind of interesting because you get a little more of them. They're not just this, I mean, they are kind of a barbaric group, but it's not. I think I did get there. Because after he gets pulled from the Sarlacc pit and he gets raided by the Jawas, then they come and nurse him back to health, right? Yeah, but there's more to it like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, there's, I, I'm at that part right there where they just like take him and he's getting, he's recuperating right now. Yeah, I mean, he he just kind of, he trains with them and then he kind of... Uh, he, he gets accepted into their society. Right. Okay. And, which is what That's he cool. takes with him when he kind of becomes... Like when he defeats Jabba the Hutt and then takes over. The whole thing, I mean... Of course, it's not finished, so there could be some redeeming story arcs that happen. However, right now, it's like you're just a bully. Like, you're, like, on Jabba, like Jabba the Hutt's throne, and you're like, come visit me and give me, like, give me stuff. And if you don't, I'm going to kill See, you. And I don't know. It's like he's kind of a bully, and I don't really care. I don't care. My interpretation is he's trying to act like a bully. And, I think he is a bully. And he's he not, really has a, but he really has a heart of gold. I don't think no, so. He's just not doing a good job of it. Like I, I don't think he gen, I don't think like he genuinely cares about the town that he's taken over. Um, I just think that he's just not a strong character. But this is like this is my problem with Boba Fett from the very beginning. When they first started talking about Mandalorian, I was like, man, like if this is about Boba Fett, like I'm gonna check <laughs> out. Boba Fett had two and a half minutes of screen time in uh, Return of the Jedi. And there's this like whole like 
fandom around him that thinks he's like the coolest character but home home dude you know i think part of part of it's the books part of it's the books sure but okay but like we've talked non-canon lore anymore yeah Yeah. we've talked about that though where like if it's if you have to dig into um the extra material in order to appreciate a character yeah then like and y'all have made that argument to me before when I've said like, oh well if like you read this then it like makes you appreciate it, and I tend to agree now. Like if you have to dig into the extra source material, it just in order to appreciate like a smaller character, then that I don't know. Like it, it seems like you're asking too much of your audience, right? Well, and I thought like yeah, I for, thought for, bringing for in Ming Na, right? yeah, I thought Ming Na was gonna have this really cool like warrior part where she was like his right hand man and she was gonna do all this cool fighting and she's just kind of like he just he's just like you know follow them kill them whatever and she's like okay i don't know it's like i i thought she was gonna be a cooler character i don't know it's like when she was in mandalorian she was interesting and it's kind of they've taken that away from her yeah i mean like if uh, i would rather have the series like more about her like without him Right. And I know she was in Bad Batch, um, which we haven't watched. Um, but, yeah. you know, anyways, I, I really think doing the book of Boba Fett, like, I don't know how well it's going to do. They're following the same the same kind of formula where, like, they have a different director for every episode of like their, yeah. little, uh, you know, John Favreau's group of directors that he's that he's had. Um, but it's just not as it's not as compelling. It's it's very slow. There's two different stories going on right now. Yeah of you know half of an episode is current time um and half of the other the rest of the episode is a flashback when he's in the um the uh, what's the tank the uh it starts with a b back to yeah the back to tank right so like he's having like a fever dream in the middle in the BAFTA tank i think it would have been more interesting if they would have just started the series like when he came out of the sand and then like his time with the Tuscan Raiders and then kind of like when he met Mandalorian, I think that would have been uh, maybe a more interesting story. It's like what they're doing right now. It's like, you're just a, I mean, he's just a bully and I don't really like bully characters. So like, I don't know. So I'm hoping that, I mean, what, there's two episodes left. It could be, I mean, the last two episodes may be amazing, but I'm like, you know, I don't so, know. So far, I'm not impressed. So as Sarah was talking about this, and I think Jose mentioned it when we when he introed this section, is when, when are we taking a universe too far? Um, I think Star Wars is taking um, itself too far right now with Book of Boba Fett. I think they should just focus on Mandalorian and the uh, Ashoka, well, Ashoka well, series. Well, think about this. Yeah. Here's the deal. So they have the Bad Batch. Yeah. Okay, that came out. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Visions. Which is like uh, something else. Like it's just yeah, we only watch like, like two episodes of Visions. It's like what's going on? They're gonna come out with a movie Andor. Yep. No, that's a series. About the it's a series. Of the Rebellion. That, that's a, that's a series. Yeah, another yeah. series, right? Obi Wan is gonna be a series. Yep. Yeah. Then the Mandalorian again. Rogue Squadron. Yep. But that got Ahsoka. I think that uh, Rogue Squadron got indefinitely put on hiatus. Which is never it, a good sign. I don't know. I I got a date right now. On this, I don't know when this episode, when this, let me look, let me look at my, it's from Variety. Came Depends out, on when okay, it was. Came out last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was last year, so it yeah. probably got, but I mean, but they're playing, they're playing stuff, right? Soka's playing Rangers of the New Republic. I'm just seeing all this stuff Rangers that they have for, no, right? Rangers, not interested in. 
No. Lando. I mean, all this stuff they could do. They're putting out all this thing. They're thinking of all these things, yeah. right? Now, when they came out with Mandalorian, it was first off, when Disney took over Star Wars and they started putting out movies and they were talking about their plans and all this stuff, I was like, they're doing too much. Yep. Okay, I don't want to see all that. I don't want to see it all. I was already upset about Rogue Squadron. I'm now, was, was it? Um, Rogue One. Rogue One in. But I really the, liked the, that movie. Which is a, it's a, a good movie. It didn't Solo really add anything. It, it didn't add didn't, anything, but I they, really liked it. Solo it, was it, terrible. Just, it, but like, it's like Mandalorian, right? But Mandalorian adds a little bit of things too. But I don't, I don't care about the tie-in to the other movies. Yeah. I like the Mandalorian for the Mandalorian. It's just an yeah. interesting what's going on, right, kind of thing. Well, it's the same thing um, that made Hawkeye, I think, a little bit more special than like all these big grandiose shows. Mandalorian like brings it down to a smaller scale and it's not just about jedis yes. it's localized right yeah. and not and not so i mean he's flying around and doing stuff but it's localized i think that's the thing there's not this big scale to it that these other things have so i think the problem is is that what i see the problem is when you're trying to add things like boba fett yeah. i think obi-wan's gonna have the same problem mm-hmm. these yeah. are established characters that have already completed the loop yeah right so, I mean, what are you going to tell me about what are you going to tell me about Obi-Wan that I need to care so about? So, the only thing that I hope that they do with Obi-Wan is they have the final um confrontation between him and Darth Maul. If they don't do yeah. that, then it's a waste. But they've already done it, right? No, I think isn't it going forward from that point? Like from well, like I don't think it's like revisiting the past. I think it's d- like No, no, no. It's him as it's him uh after um but I think it's the time between, like, you know, episodes three and four. Well, three. But, well, but yeah, did, but I think but it's going to be. Didn't they, they already do it in the in the in the, the cartoon? Yeah, but yes, they did. Yeah, so that's, but it's going to be saying. after that. I think it's after Why would that. You do it again. I know. Well, but, so they, they introduced Maul in in Solo for a reason. Oh gosh, I don't even. It's, it's, yeah, it's, I think this is what, this I think is what we're Dark talking Maul's going to be too much part of it. That's what I'm saying. Like. I want to see a live action version of that. That's all I care about for the Obi Wan series. I mean, you want Darth yeah, Maul but then that, with but the then spider legs? You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna sit through like eight Space episodes legs. or ten episodes just to see one little fight scene. Yeah, it's called sitting through Revenge of the Sith to see the entire end of that movie. Uh, Revenge of the Sith was a great movie. You're talking about? I know, but like that that lightsaber duel is uh, one of the best. It's epic, yeah. But yeah. I mean, but still, there's other stuff in that movie. I'm just saying, like, I don't. There's nothing for me in these other things. And I think part of this is, I don't know if it's been planned from the beginning, but like, so we can hop on to Marvel because yeah. there's some stuff going on with Marvel too, right? Yeah. So um, obviously they're putting out all these shows now on Disney Plus. Um, Echo, Agatha, yeah. you know, and I don't know if any of these are going to come to fruition, but this is stuff they have planned. She-Hulk, we know has already been filmed. Yep. Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, yep. I Am Groot, Ironheart. There's all these characters that people don't know about. Yep. They're not, they're, they weren't introduced in other things other than Echo being introduced in the Hawkeye, um, but in Agatha being introduced in WandaVision. Um, WandaVision. But do they need their, Do we need to go that far? Do we need a whole show around that person? So as far as Marvel I, is I concerned, the, uh, the shows that stick out to me right now for, is from the list and a couple others that you didn't mention, uh, Armor Wars. I don't feel like we need yeah. a show about War Machine. No, uh, I love Don Cheeto's War Machine. I just recently rewatched the entire Iron Man trilogy, and I love Don Cheeto's War Machine. I don't know how we're going to do an entire little mini series about whatever's going to happen in, in Armor Wars. I don't think um, 
Echo, I think it's going to be a hard show to pull off unless they give her some way to, I, I don't know, I'm going to tread lightly on that, on that statement. To speak? Yeah. Well, she can wow. talk. Well, she, but she didn't the entire time during I know, but she can talk. I think that they will need her to talk if she's going to be the If she's going to lead character. the show, I feel like they're going to, they're going to have to do that. Um, in some, in some way. Um, I think it's great that they have, you know, you know, someone like her in the, in the universe and the, you know, for the whole inclusion thing. But I think it's going to be really hard to carry a show that way. Um, Ironheart, no one knows about too much about Ironheart. I mean, I know a little bit about her that she went to MIT, um, and she really impressed Tony Stark, ended up building her own suit, um, and everything. But outside of that, like, I don't know where she fits into the current continuity of the story. Do you think a lot of these shows are going to be like a, a way to introduce, uh, other storylines that are going to be coming into movies coming up? I think so. I think it's going to lead to... Is it um, going to be like, what if? Because what if was just kind of really to set up um, Doctor Strange. Yeah. So I think... So we're not getting Avengers, technically Avengers 5, until 2023, I think is the earliest. If it's that soon. No. Yeah. Not that soon. So it might be 2024. Um because they would have to be filming it right now. So I think uh, Multiverse of Madness is going to be Avengers four and a half, kind of like how Civil War was two and a half. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyways, I think they're going to try to introduce. Oh, the other series I was thinking of, it left my, my brain was I Am Groot. Love Groot. I don't want to see an entire episode or six episodes of I Am Groot the entire time. But do we know like what, like what's like which Groot are we getting? No, we don't. Um, Cause I might be up for watching a teenage group. It's, it's it's baby Groot in their shorts. Okay. So. Oh, okay. that might be cute. That might, that be, might be cute. Yeah, okay, I, I might be bad. okay with that. Yeah. It's because the Groot that we're um, supposed to be getting in Guardians of the Galaxy three is like Alpha Groot, so it's supposed to be Groot at his strongest. Yeah. Um, even oh, stronger nice. than he was at uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, Volume One. And in, in, okay, and in, in here I'm gonna just say something. I look, I love Moon Knight. I think it's awesome that we're going to see Moon Knight. How I think Oscar Isaac is amazing. He hasn't said anything. I, 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 know, I know where he's going. Calm down. I know where he's going. Take a breath. But but the thing is, is, is I don't see without any provocation what he's going to be doing. Same thing with She-Hulk, who's also a critical character too, but like, what is the point unless they're pointing at something and I, but I've done this before where I've been frustrated with something Marvel did, didn't make sense. And then it comes to first later. So I, I have more faith in Marvel with what they're doing. And they really haven't had a miss yet. So what was the team that Blade and Black Knight were on? Was it Midnight Suns? Yes. Okay. I think that's what they're building up towards. With Moon Knight? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things they could be doing with a lot of this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited, but it does seem like they're just putting a bunch of... They're going pretty deep into things. But I think also, like, because the whole the whole thing we're trying to get is like, how far into a universe or world are you getting yeah. with media towards too much, right? And I think that depends on the planning and the faith you have in the source material, like yes. the the people that are behind the source material. So with Marvel, I mean, they've really thought things out, and I think they've gotten rid of certain things quickly, like um, what is that a uh, stupid show that did the Inhumans? Yeah. 
right? Realizing this is not good. We, you know, we shouldn't have done that. And they're they're doing less of those things. Agents of Shield, all in, which was it had its following, right? But yeah. they're, they're kind of cutting off those loose ends, um, in in keeping to where they can put their own stuff and have control of it. Uh, they had a Modoc show that was a little too far too. Like stuff like that is too, a little too much, I think. But isn't that's, that one was um, just like comedy, right? Like it's just. It's yeah, kind of but it out like, there. Why? What's the What's the point? I don't know. I agree. I guess it's for somebody, but I mean, I, I maybe we're just spoiled into like everything is integrated and perfect and you know makes sense, right? Yeah. Because that's that's kind of way they Marvel's going. But I mean, they got a lot of stuff. X Men ninety seven, which you know I can't help. It's nostalgia for me. I'm like, super excited about that. Um, Spider Man is another animated one. Freshman year. I don't I don't know about. I mean, maybe it. I don't know. It might be too much. Yeah. You know, like it's a little over. It's a little overkill. You look at all the titles they want to put out. So you it's mentioned a lot. you mentioned about the planning. Um, are you less concerned about how far they're going to take it? And this is for both of y'all, because Marvel has like someone like Kevin Feige, or where Star Wars doesn't have really have anybody. Um, I know they had talked about giving Star Wars to Kevin Feige as well. Um, uh, at one I point, think a bad idea. A yeah. bad idea. Um, and it, and it almost made sense that they were going to give it to John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni. Um, but now I'm, I've lost a little bit of faith in that after seeing Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, but I, I think though, I really believe there's probably going to be a payoff in the next, like the last two episodes, because yeah. I mean, I really have a hard time believing that. We're, this is what we're getting. Yeah. Like, there's got to be something. <laughs> Although our friend Ashley, she really loves the show. She's a big Star Wars fan, too, and she really loves the show. So, I mean, it definitely has a fan has following. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but then you also have, so, like, let's hop over a little bit to DC, because we have to include them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Peace, Peace, Peacemaker got his own show. I heard it's really funny. I heard it's funny. But um, is it vulgar? I think... Like I think, because isn't um, James Gunn doing the show? Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's vulgar. Yeah, because Suicide Squad was pretty. Yeah. Pretty vulgar. Um. DC has no leader. Yeah, DC. Well, that's the thing. They do need someone. They're spread out, right? Mm -hmm. They have. I mean, they got Batwoman. You know, stuff on HBO Max. Stuff off of it. Animated things, but. They're not really together. They don't know what's going on. It doesn't tie it in their movies. All Again, the stuff on the we, CW. Yeah. Are, did you are ever we watch like Titans? Spoiled. As I did. I did, and I like Titans. Um, it, it, but it's not. It's not tied to anything. I think are we just spoiled by Marvel in the way that they tie everything yes. together and integrate everything to where when we see something like DC or even Star Wars at this point, that we're like, I don't care about this because it doesn't. It doesn't mesh together for me. The only good not, DC series is the DC animated movie universe. Um, but do their do their animated shows tie into their movies? No, no, no. The DC, the I think it's the DC AMU. Um, oh my god, is what it's referred to <laughs> on the interwebs uh, is oh, isolated. Man. Like it, none of the cartoon, like none of the cartoons fit into it. None of the other shows fit into it. It is completely isolated, uh, and it has a solid beginning and end. See, I don't mind. Well, it, I don't mind that so much as long as it's just a like self-contained yeah. little bit of entertainment. But I mean, the thing with Marvel, it's like you have things that are completely 
dependent on something bigger. Like, we're just going to give you a taste here because this is going to lead up to something else. Well, I mean, there's some things like we didn't really we watched a little bit of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then we stopped because it really didn't grab our attention. But then there were things that happened later that clearly were from were like started at that show. But I mean, but we have like the Netflix uh, Marvel stuff like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and was Iron Fist and yeah. uh, Daredevil. And, and it's like, I think like they've got these things, these rogue shows that weren't really part of the MCU that they're kind of like, let's see if we can pull something from there. But I mean, I think DC's doing the whole like, I mean, all the stuff on C on the CW, that's like self-contained their own thing. But it, I mean, I don't think it's necessary to have it tie into any movies, but they also don't have anybody that's kind of watching over, like, to make sure that the movies kind of support each other. They're just kind of on their doing their own thing. Uh, and there's a lot of dancing in the CW ones, too. So. But then on the other dancing. hand, you have books, where which Holly's all about, uh, where you have... That sounded rude. It was, it was a little rude. <laughs> it was a little rude. Um, where you have one person that's governing an entire universe who, what's-her-face, has written, like, 20,000 books... In one universe. Oh, yeah. Um, um, the Mortal Instruments. Cassandra Clare. Cassandra Clare. Cassandra Clare, yeah. Well, yeah, she a, like uh... she wrote one series that was really popular. And then so she's written like she's got like eight series going on right now. And they all are in the same universe. And it's like, do you have other stories to tell? Even though I find them interesting and I do read most of them, it's like, or all of them. We have them. like two bookshelves dedicated, or like <laughs> two shelves in a bookshelf dedicated well, to... Well, and then I stopped buying them because I realized that she's going to release like 5,000 of these books. But it's like, do you have another, do you have other stories to tell? Tell or is your brain just consumed with this one universe? Yeah. But I mean, same way with J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter. I mean, it's like she... I mean, all of her stories are kind of based on this world, even though they might be different stories, they're still in the same world. Like Fantastic Beasts is taking that universe too far. I liked Fantastic Beasts. I know you didn't, but I I did like it. I liked it. Did you like that? I did like it. It was garbage. It wasn't garbage. It wasn't anywhere near like Harry Potter. Those were really great movies, but I I thought it had um, some good qualities. But I also like what's his name face, one. and I know you no, hate him. Just... <laughs> what's the actor's Eddie name? Redmayne? Oh, Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. I do like him, Eddie and Redmayne. I know you guys don't like him. I don't mind him. It's just I couldn't understand what he was saying, and it wasn't because of his accent. Because he talks like this the entire time. No, he doesn't. He talks quiet. No, he doesn't. He does. He does one hundred percent. But I thought it. I mean, I thought those. <laughs> I thought they were interesting and a little different. But, but again, it's like no, it's taking the series too far. So I mean. I, the the problem with comic books is there are thousands of stories about the same characters, thousands of different, I mean, just X-Men alone, you've got X-Men and Uncanny. And then, I mean, it's like you have so many universes to follow. It's like, so which one do you pick? And then how far do you take it? Like, Because, I mean, um, Avengers alone, how many Avengers are there? Like 200 some odd Avengers? Um, it's like, <laughs> stop. But I'm just saying, like, there's, I mean, you've got so many storylines you can follow. So it's like, I don't know. I just think, I think at some point you've got to, I don't want to say stop because I am enjoying them. But at some point 
you probably have to stop. When do you think the MCU will stop? Never. They will stop when they stop making money. As long as they're making money, they'll continue to do this. But it's like, do you take it too far where people are like, oh my gosh, I never want to see another comic book you movie. Know, there's rumors that, so you know, like Tom Cruise was supposed to be Tony Stark when they were first. I don't think he was supposed to be. I think he was just on, well, like, he, on, he the, was short on the short list. list. He was yeah. on the short list. There's a lot of rumors that um, when we get into Multiverse of Madness and they introduce the Illuminati, we're going to have Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. I will. I will laugh at that. I will want that. That'd be, that'd That's be kind of awesome, funny, actually. And potentially John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Oh, no. just yeah, as, but they've been talking about but him. Just as like a quick one shot, like he okay. yeah. he wouldn't so, play. The Fantastic Four is another example of like you got to stop. <laughs> like we had the first one that was yeah. like eh, it was okay. I mean, it was par for the course for how comic book movies were being made at that time and then they redid it with a budget and it was also terrible so it's like let's do it again this is the incredible hulk all over first one was bad let's do it again well people were uh, gun shy so it didn't do very well let's do it again it's like stop just bring in the fantastic four in as characters you don't need to give them another movie the problem well the fantastic four would be a good movie it really would be but they're doing it wrong they always do it wrong they're, well, they're making it a superhero film, and it's not a superhero film. What should it's it not, be? They're not a superhero book. They're they're a family adventure going on. You know, it's kind of like a so, journey to the center of the earth, or like Lost deal. in Space kind of thing. But they're yeah, it's, it's a family it is, a family of superheroes though. They are superheroes. Yeah, but, but what I, what I mean is, it's not like okay, we're gonna fight this villain, and it's threatening the world, and we have to we have to do something and fight it like a normal superhero team would. It's they go on adventures and they do other stuff. That's that's where their bread and butter is, man. When you try to make them in, uh, just fight villains like everybody else, it doesn't work. What it's about Doctor Doom? That's pretty villainy. Yeah, but he's like yeah, an evil they, scientist. And, well, they also don't. They also don't get like in order. Honestly, in order to have that showdown, you'd have to like have two or three good um, uh, movies before that where they're not fighting, and you got to see you know his brilliance because he never comes off as intelligent in any of these movies. Mm-mm. He comes off as a knuckleheaded. Uh, who Reed you know, Richards? No, Doctor Doom. No, no oh, Doctor Doom. Doom, megalomaniac. Yeah, like, not, that's true. Not, yeah, like, yeah. They, they don't do them right. So I mean, you'd have to do them really well in order for it to make sense. But you have to see them more than once. I just don't think they could do it justice. That's why I said if it's just like an adventure type film where they're doing something cool and going on an adventure, like where Reed's trying to figure could, something out. Yeah, and you see their powers in use. That'd be kind of cool, man. I don't care. I'd like that. But that's me. I think DC I think, needs honestly, to do one fantastic. Returns. Fantastic Four, the second one, might have been good if they didn't like mess up Trank's, uh, Josh Trank's story, because that was two different movies meshed together. It was really weird. It was the weirdest thing ever. Which one? Life. Are you talking about the one? The, with... the second one, Fantastic Four stick. <laughs> the one with um, the young guys, and then uh, Michael B. Jordan as a uh, Human Torch. I never even saw those. Yeah, it was not. I mean, it was one one movie. Um, it, I was, it was two. It wasn't no, it's just one. No, no, okay. it's one movie, but like in the middle of the movie, we watched they, they, that. They, no, we didn't. They, I think they fired Josh Trank and then got brought another director and did a whole second movie, like second part of it, with a different person. And but it's a different movie. Was Silver Surfer really in that weird. one? No, no, that was, was in the, the second, second original. That was in the yeah. first go round. The first attempt to rise of, we rise did, of the Silver Surfer. It was so bad we forgot. If we did see that other Fantastic Four, we I don't did. remember it all. No, we did. Because they were in space and they went through the... They're always in space. No. 
<laughs> I'm going to yeah. kick you, anyway. although I'm not going to because you hurt your leg, but I want to kick but, you. But I think I think you're right, Holly. Them on their own, too, also probably not the best. They really need to interact with other characters. Yes. Um, Which they do. I mean, the fin- I mean, they have so many other characters that they interact with in the comic books. It's like they need to figure out the best group to incorporate them in with and make that movie and not just another Fantastic Four movie. It's like, let it go. It's not working. It's not working. Marvel. Because yeah. I know let you listen go. to this. Yeah, wouldn't that be funny? Like, like, he's like, he's taking, he's taking notes right now. He's like, oh gosh, I got to get this down. Holly said this, and she's, you know, she knows. That would be hilarious. Well, and impossible. And impossible, but it'd be hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. I'd actually, I'd actually question, I'd question all their decisions after that. I'm like, wait, you listen to us and make decisions? Okay, no, I'm. What not, are you talking I'm about? We're amazing. Anymore. Amazing. Yeah, anyway. So obviously we talked about a lot of different threads, but you know, um, I think it's not about taking it too far in the universe. Cause as we see Marvel is doing that, they're taking it to places you never would have thought to go. Right. Like even when they started doing guardians of the galaxy, like nobody who the heck are the guardians of the galaxy, but it's a hit. They did a great job. Even the characters, we know this, even the characters they picked weren't big at the time. The biggest yeah. ones were X-Men and, and uh, Spider-Man and they couldn't have them. So they just went to the other characters and made them amazing. You know, yep. um, to the point where we're now bringing in Spider-Man into there because it's making money and they're going to bring the X-Men in eventually. So um, anyway, are there any universes we didn't think about or didn't show or maybe that went too far or went in the wrong direction? Is it universes uh, or universe? I stop. Anyway, <laughs> it's going to get you can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail dot com. You can go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Oh my gosh, you're the worst. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. You can uh, gram us at Instagram at it's going to get stupid. Or you can go to YouTube and search it's going to get stupid. You probably will get Rick's face, but it's okay. Keep doing it. And then leave us a voicemail <laughs> about universe size at 832-304-1423. You're the worst. <laughs> um, so, what movie did y'all watch last? Oh, so we're, okay, so we're not talking about the movie we watched because it was... Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> <laughs> For our children, and it was exactly what you, you thought it would be. But we are... Um, we're currently watching Arcane. Yeah, we're about halfway through it. Which is based off of a video game, but... It's the, what, the characters are in the game, but it's the storyline so, is unique. Arcane is, it's a League of Legends story. Um, I don't think there's, I've never played League of Legends. Um, and I don't think there's anything that you have to know about League of Legends in order to watch the show. But it takes place in the same universe. Um, it has the same, like a lot of the big main characters that are found in League of Legends uh, in, in the show. Um, and it's done in a really interesting art style. So it's all 3D or like um, computer computer generated 3D. Um, but all the characters, like it's kind of like this brushstrokey kind of coloring. Yeah, it's like a whole, it's like the whole thing's like a painting. It's, yeah. pre- it's really cool art. It's very cool. Like, um, it's a really good story so far. Um, it kind of takes place in two different time periods. Um, one where the main characters are younger and then about halfway through the, through the season, which is where we're at now, you catch up with them about maybe like five or 10 years later, something yeah. like that. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's really interesting. Um, again, I don't know anything about League of Legends, but 
I've enjoyed the show so far. Yeah, it's really good. It's written really well. Yeah. The acting is really well, uh, is done really well. Haley Not- Steinfeld is um, uh, the main character. Like, she does the voice for the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, Not really for kids so much. I mean, older it's kids. It's rated TV 14. I mean, older kids, so but like yeah. Teenagers. I mean, it's there's a lot of violence and language and adult situations. There's... <laughs> Well, I mean, the the main characters, they're part of an underground. Yeah. And so the underground, there's a lot of, there's a lot of prostitution and, and drinking and drinking and drugs and all that yeah. stuff. So, I mean, it's definitely like, it, it's, I mean, I wouldn't let my kids watch it, but I mean, older kids. Yeah. But it's a really, I mean, it's a really good story and it just focuses on, they have the two sisters, um, their parents got killed when they were really young. And so this man kind of takes them in and, um, helps raise them. And then at some point they kind of get separated. And so it's just, um, like right now they've found each other again, but they are working for two opposite ends of the spectrum of the underground. Of the underground. And so it's really, I mean, just the whole dynamic of the sisters and just the other characters. It's really yeah. interesting. Well, you have the underground kind of fighting against each other, like these two kind of sides of the underground fighting against each other. And then they're all kind of like both fighting towards like the, the upper class system. So you have the very wealthy that live, up top kind of in the clouds but they like deal with magic so i mean there's a lot of like fantasy elements of it there's like a whole magic element that the the people topside have like figured out how to harness magic so you could use it to expand like commerce or whatever and then the underground's just kind of being left to just die out or kill itself off so um just them trying to fight for a part of like a piece of the pie and then the top side wanting to keep them down. And I don't know, it's just, it's a really, I mean, it's an interesting story. It's got a lot of social commentary, but it's, it's really, it's a good show. I like it. Yep. Hopefully we'll have finished it by next week. Yes. So we can give a full review on it. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard really great things about it, obviously with my nerdy uh, gaming (laughs) friends who love, uh, but they told me the same, they told me the same thing. Like you don't have to play League of legends to enjoy it. It's just a good show. Um, looks really good. It's on my list to watch after The Witcher, second season, and a whole bunch of other shows. Yeah, I mean the so. episodes are a good length. I mean they're like forty, they're like 40, anywhere between yeah. forty and forty-four minutes long. Um, but so far, really enjoying it. See, it's funny, Jose, because you heard about it because all of your gaming friends. Well, I, I follow a lot of artists, and so a lot of my artist friends have like they're drawing a lot of the like show because it's like brushstroke like painting style. So. It's like, yeah. I'm like, what is this show? So that's, I mean, it's, it's kind it, of covers different spectrums. It looks beautiful too. It yep, really honestly. is. It really is. Yep. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Yep. What about you, Jose? What was the last thing you watched? Was it Clifford? So I have, I have two things. It was definitely not Clifford. I have two <laughs> things that I watched um, recently. One is in, Encanto. Yep. So, so good. And I say, I say it with an accent because I have to. But anyway. Um, Are you so just singing the, the songs the all day now? Well, yeah, it's on a playlist. We played it on the way to church, on the way back from church today. Yep. Um, they're really good. They're really good songs. And I'm surprised Rick likes them because they're written by Lynn manuel Miranda. There's only but, one song that um, I don't like, and it's not that I don't like. I still like it. I just don't. What, what song do you not like? The Luisa song. Because he said it sounds the most Lynn manuel Miranda-ish. It's the most Lynn manuel Miranda-ish. And he just, it, he just grates on him. Yeah. So good. Get out of here. No, it's, it's a, a really it, good song. That's one of the best songs. 
I mean, the, anyway. lyrically, it's fine, but like the the staccato of it and like the rapping of it, like it's Lin Manuel Miranda, and that's the one of the one. It's not that it's the song; it's that it reminds him of. Lin-Manuel it's one of the things Miranda. that I don't like about Lin Manuel Miranda is how he raps, and okay. that embodies it. Holly did watch Hamilton. I don't know if we talked about this in the last episode, but Holly watched Hamilton one night when she couldn't sleep, and I was in the middle of my um, surgery recovery. And it was right smack in the middle of like the worst of our COVID. Yeah. And it's like, it was like two in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't breathe. So it was like, I knew Rick would never watch it with me. So I'm like, Hey, I'm just up. So I'm going to, so I watched what all three and a half hours of it. I watched the first the thing, thing. The first thing I asked her was like, w- would I have liked it? And she said, absolutely not. No way. Not in a <laughs> no, million years. Not, dude. And I thought I was going to watch it and be like, you know what? I think you might like it. But I, when I finished it, I'm like, Rick would hate this hate it anyways you were talking about in Encanto <laughs> it's, it's it's so good too um so yeah um I was very like even though you guys told me about the movie and yeah. I've seen all the promos and everything I was very surprised at how well this movie was made yeah so first good. off being Latino and enjoying Coco a lot right yeah like I was really cool to see that on screen uh, but then to see this family dynamic yeah and really resonate with a lot of things that are going on here. Yeah. Um, it's seeing it in my own family was really cool. And the fact that a, there was no antagonist. Um, there's no evil baddie. It was just dealing with stuff, man. And then the isolation that Mirabel had, um, by not being quote unquote special, you know, yeah. was, was just, it was interesting. It's just yeah. a, a beautifully portrayed. Well done by Stephanie Beatrice as well. Yeah. Um, and, and well acted and in, in the songs, I mean, I, I was watching some things like Lin Manuel got a writing credit because the songs really flow into the story. They do. And yeah. tell they really, the really too. did. They they weren't yeah. forced at all. No, and and it does, and it and it continues the story on. Yeah, it's not just an addition to it. It's like you have to, you kind of have to have them, or else yeah. you won't get the story. There's you know, some kids' movies where like there's the songs like you could easily cut them out and not miss yeah. a beat. But if you cut those songs out, like there you would miss a lot yeah what what yeah, i exactly. what i liked the most was um like you said there's no antagonist but uh you know the grandmother um she didn't have a gift right like her gift was like you know she she instigated like what you know caused the miracle to happen but she didn't have a gift herself um and eventually she will you know pass away and the only one that loves the family as much as she did was Mirabel, um, yeah. to to kind of take over that place, and so it was like it, it was it was interesting that she kind of overlooked the fact that she needed somebody who loved the family as much as she did in order to make sure the family was still heading in the right direction, and, and it was and, the person and that ha- and didn't get a magical gift right. that would be used instead of like having to be the one that is the caretaker for right. the family, they would have a function, right? right. It'd be different, right. yeah. So, yeah, no, no. And that was that was interesting, you know, the symbology there and what it meant. And it was really cool uh, just to see all how that dynamic played out in um, the different, you know, I've watched like therapists talk about Encanto and how, you know, these different archetypes of people in the gifts that they're displaying yeah. are actually like the the way that they act. It was really interesting stuff, you know, you think about psychology. and um, But it was also very, very moving film. Um, songs are really good. They're super catchy. They are. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was one of Disney's best films. Um, and, yeah. you know, I think I think before this, Moana was my favorite. So Did they do anything um, for Encanto at Disney at all? 
yeah like i mean you know i think the movie just just came out yeah um, it's too new they're not gonna have a part of the park yet but they but they had like they had some parts in animal kingdom okay with like Encanto stuff and then for the festival of arts Mm -hmm. uh at uh at um epcot which just started the week the last day we were there um they had like a little cart with colombian food okay um that was really good so yeah they're they're gonna and, and oh and it was part of the um it's part of some of the fireworks and some of the show okay. stuff, music, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was that was a really good show. And then I watched Don't Look Up. Yay! Um, so, How'd you, so what did you think? Don't Look Up. I thought it was good. No, it was it was just, the thing is, it's like all of um, Adam McKay's other films, right? So Big Short and uh, Vice, which I like both of those movies a lot. Mm. Um, so and you never saw similar that movie, vein. Maybe. Similar vein of how they run, how he runs his movies, and you know, kind of tongue and cheeky stuff. This was a little different though because it wasn't based upon it, something that actually happened, right? In a way, kind of, kind of, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I could one hundred percent see this is exactly how it happened. Is the biggest. So without going into too much, because it was a good film, um, and we you guys already talked about it, but the some of the scenes you told me about, I was like, oh man, that's exactly right. But the biggest thing for me is when they we're trying to get like they had just had the meeting with the president. The uh-huh. president was like, ah, we're going to wait. Right. And then they go to go like leak the information to the news. Yeah. And so they have them go on to a show, that little yeah. you know, morning show with Kate, Kate Blanchett, which, which I didn't like, but anyway, I didn't like her at all. Even this movie, but anyway, but you were point. meant to like her. She uh, was a bad, she was a bad was, person. Yeah. She was even worse, even worse. Yeah. Uh, because of her, but anyway, but, but because of their, the, the, you know the showing they had there they weren't trending so no one picked up the story so yeah. they don't even listen to the watch the story that was reported so they're just like it's not it's not trending we're done with it and i'm yeah. like wow that's that legit happen would happen today if it's not trending if it's not important to the public we're not even going to produce it anymore even though it's like this could happen and then that whole 100 percent, 98 percent. there's some people that don't believe it and there's some debate here and i'm like wow that's 100 percent how we act now and the like we just don't when jennifer lawrence's character goes back home and she's and before they let <laughs> yeah. her in they're like no talk of politics we are pro we are pro comet we're, we're pro the jobs yeah the jobs we, we the believe in the jobs bring. the comet's gonna bring us well and also you know highlighting one of the big things that highlighted is the amount of sway that big tech companies have yeah. on our society period oh, yeah right which is which is a big i mean i don't care what side of the aisle you're on or political belief or anything you have to realize that they have a lot of pull in this society yep just from the fact that they're content drivers so if you can't they could shut you down easily i mean all of them but like like elon elon musk is the one that kind of stuck out to me with that because home dude can literally tank or you know lift up a a, a, a crypto coin uh with a tweet you know what i mean yeah and, he did and he, he's he's literally done it and he's the one that's trying to get us into space and make electric cars and do a tunnel that still suffers from traffic jams like <laughs> i mean there's i don't know there's a there's a lot of like elon musk fanboys uh or super fans out there and I don't know, like the more time like he's in front of a company, like I see him as the 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 tech giant character that was in Don't Look Up. Yeah, I you know, I I mean, 
I think just because he's the one that's like out there and he's like yeah. definitely engaged in the conversation with society. Yeah. But you look at you look at like Twitter, for instance. I mean, they just decide to do what they want, which which, which my belief is they're a private company. They could do whatever they want, yeah. right? But how much hold do they have over us as public when we use their um, site 100%. to? Dissent, dissent information. Yep, same right? with uh, so it's like Zuckerbot. Yeah, Facebook. I mean, all those. All, I mean, Google even like all this stuff. They can yep. tw- you, all, they can shut everything down. YouTube can just just shut things down, good, bad, otherwise. And now I agree there needs to be monitoring of policies and different things. But it's not a matter of me like believing one thing or the other. It's just realizing how much pull and sway they have over society. That's yep. all it is, and recognizing that. And once you know that, then you can kind of move from there. Um, but it was a good. It was a good movie. I liked it. It wasn't. It was, I also didn't feel like it was politically damning in one way or the other. Like it wasn't. That was like anti-republican or pro-liberal or anything like that. Realistically, I mean, people might say it that way. Yeah. Or may see it, but I don't. I didn't see that. I saw that it was just kind of making an observation over our society as a whole right now, how we think about things. Oh yeah, definitely. So, in in very extreme ways, that's how we look at things. Yep. Always in extreme. So yep. it was interesting. And uh, definitely we would just let a, let a comet hit us. <laughs> I don't think we talked about this the last time, but like one of my favorite parts is when they're at the, the rally and you know, the, their, their whole campaign is don't look up. And the one guy looks up, he's like, wait a minute, what is that? And he sees the comet for the first time. <laughs> oh my gosh, they lied to us. Everybody sees it like, you lied to us. Yeah. Oh, that's the best man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. That's that happens now, right? Yeah. Oh, they lied to us. They did this, and then we'll vote for them anyway because it's easier yeah. than yeah. doing anything else. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah, it was a really um, good movie. I thought I thought it was a really good, uh, you know, social commentary. It's it's really funny. Like I know there was definitely some stuff that was added, but uh, the movie was mostly written and thought up in 2019, and then like Netflix had already agreed had already greenlit it. Uh, to buy it and, um, and distribute it. Um, and then it, it obviously got delayed and it's just kind of interesting how a lot of that panned out, um, to where yeah. a lot of and that wasn't an exaggeration with what they already wrote. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, you have the, you have the, you know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, who Leo does a great job always. Um, but as the, the sexy scientist or whatever it was, <laughs> goofy thing, but you the celebrity scientists that they say things yeah. and, you kind of saw his character kind of get twisted yeah. by what's going on and, and feeding into it. And I think that happens now too. Um, and then you have um, Jennifer Lawrence's character. Who's just like, are you kidding me? What is yeah. it like the audience? She's the audience member. Like what is going on? Yeah. Um, and then you have, and then you have Timothy, Timothy coming in. <laughs> yeah. He was That's good. I call him now. Timmy Tim. Yeah. He was Timmy, hilarious. Timmy his character was Timmy hilarious Chow, yeah, though. Yeah. He was great, man. Uh, all the characters were really good. I mean, even I even like Tyler Perry. Okay, so it's okay. He was good. He he was he fit the character really well. Yes, yeah. They, everybody played their characters really well. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, oh, Jonah Hill was hilarious. As uh, yes, <laughs> when, when they're as about the to land on on the comet, he's like, you know, there's been a lot of prayers for like people and and you know things <laughs> like that. But I just want to lift, you know, shout out so, stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff like watches. And expensive shoes I and really nice apartments. And I like my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he even said something in one of the speeches he was making. He was like, look, it's you and us, the really rich people, yeah. us and you. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to come between us. I was like, oh, my God. 
<laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good, man. Yeah, I, I was laughing. It, it had it, it had me in stitches, dude. It was good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was good. So that's that's what I watched. Um, well, yeah, that's that's it, man. That's all we have. Uh, definitely, I'm, I want to check out Arcane. Uh, it's it's on my list. I'll check it out. I think everybody should check it out there too. Um, watch Don't Look Up. I think it's a solid film. Yeah. If yeah. you haven't seen Encanto, definitely go yes. just like watch it. It's on yes. Disney Plus right now. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. I don't know. I, I have to wait till everything comes out. We can talk about it. You know, maybe we'll about wait until next... the entire season is yeah. out. Just, f- just I, uh, I muscle through and just finish yeah. it because it's like this, like little bits of crappy each week. I'm like, I can't. Take and maybe it. it'll be better because I've said I've said this a thousand times. Like The Walking Dead. If we had if we had watched it every week, there's a lot of stuff that would like frustrate the crap out of me. Yeah. But every time a new Walking Dead season comes out, we binge through it in like five, four, five or six days, and we really enjoy it that way. Yeah, because like if it's got a couple of crappy episodes, no big deal because we yeah. watched it like four episodes a night. But yeah, yeah, uh, we might just wait till Book of Boba Fett because yeah. all the way done, and we'll just watch the whole thing because woof. Yeah, having a hard time struggling. I'm struggling. And also, uh, if you're going to go to Disney, I definitely recommend going in the wintertime. And it's not busy. And it's cooler because uh, yeah. Orlando is super hot. hot. <laughs> it, it was it was pretty hot that first week. And then it was like 40s and 50s the next week. Oh, that's chilly, nice, but though. It was, it, it was good, though. It was good. I mean, yeah, some of the kids are cold. I was fine. Uh, especially when you're in a hog, when you're in like Hogsmeade and you see all the snow on the roofs and everything. It's really cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, so anyway. That's all we got. Thanks for joining with us. We will talk to you all next week. Until then, uh, I'm Jose. Are we doing it like I'm outro Holly, names? and I'm, that's Rick. Yeah, I'm Rick. Yeah, and yeah, and I don't think we ever do that. Bye. Where can they email us? Oh, we want to. We want to do that. Oh, we okay. always do that. Oh man, I was trying something new. It's, do that. Okay, let's just do no, it. No, that's fine. Rick's not a fan of new, different. Don't. We don't edit ever. We don't change anything. We just do what we do. Are you um, opening up candy now? Stupid. It's going to get stupid <laughs> at gmail.com. I thought the show was over. I'm opening up. Go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Uh, you can tweet us at IGTGS show. You can hit us up on Instagram at it's going to get stupid. Go to YouTube and search it's going to get stupid. And lastly, Podcast. leave us a voicemail at 832-304-1423. Now we're done. Now we're done. You're a nightmare. I'm Jose. I'm Holly. That's (laughs) right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.